0: Welcome to Buy My Own Lights podcast. My name is Rachel and I am the creator and host of this ultimate vulnerability project. I know it's cliche to say, but I truly am so glad you're here. This podcast started as a place to reflect on the light and adversity throughout my life. I believe that the world needs all kinds of kinds and we should live a life according to our own lights with a heavy emphasis on light. I want more light in the world, And sometimes when life happens, it's hard to see the light in it. But if you look, you will find it. Well, hello there, Fireflies. All right, so if I'm being honest, I don't know if Fireflies is going to stick, but I really like the imagery of it. I can't help it. So I've never seen fireflies in person, but I have seen pictures and videos of them and it's stunning. So a firefly alone is a beautiful phenomenon when it's by itself. And it I mean, it's a bug that lights up. That is so cool. But if you've ever seen images or even in person, a grouping of fireflies and how bright their lights are and just the beautiful sparkle they kind of put off into the night sky, it's, it's breathtaking. And I love the idea for our podcast being where we group and shine our lights. And so I like the way it feels, but I know it's kind of weird to call my listeners fireflies. So who knows if it's going to stick, but in the meantime, I'm using it. I'm really excited about today's episode. There's been a lot of stuff circling around identity lately and just being kind of confused or not knowing, and I really wanted to talk about it today. I don't know about you guys, but with all the noise of just social media and the news and politics and just everything, I have found myself kind of in a state where I'm questioning if my opinions are based upon my own thoughts and experiences or if they're curated from the noise. And so I've had to slow down myself. And when I feel a certain way, I have to stop and say, why do I feel this? And is this because of my own experiences or is this just curation from the noise? So today is all about identity, and uh, I just, I really hope you guys enjoy it. And I just want to give a shout out. I have to say this. When I started the podcast, I did not expect to get a bunch of listeners. I just wanted to do something that helped my healing in hopes that it could heal others. And um, I've been pleasantly surprised. So we are a U.S.-based podcast However, I am so overwhelmed with gratitude right now for some of you listeners. My listeners in the UK, I love you. I adore you. My listeners in France, Canada, Mexico, Spain, Brazil, and Russia, you are making my heart just melt. I can't help it. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast and just being a part of this journey with me. It means the world to me and just know I see you and um, feel free to reach out to us and let us know your story. Let us know about your lights. We would love to hear it. All right, guys, enjoy the episode. So, I'm starting today off with a question for you. And here it goes Who are you? And is that who you will always be? The thought of my own identity has been spiraling around my mind a lot these last few months. After the launch of this podcast, I've received so much support and encouragement regarding this journey. And also, a common theme has come up from multiple listeners, whom are people I love and I care about. And the theme's been regarding my identity, or I should say, my projected identity. You see, if we ever met in person, you would probably describe my personality as crass, foul mouthed, unabashed dude in a woman's body. I love fart jokes just as much as my four year old son maybe even more so. If you ever take the time to get to know me beyond the F-bombs and fart jokes, you may start to describe me as authentic, servant-minded, a leader, compassionate, though varied from the traditional sense of compassionate, or even a survivor. And these are all just many of the layers of my identity and evolution of self. My husband's response to my first episode was kind of in a shocked manner. He said, you're a lot more polished than I'm used to. I laughed because I knew exactly what he meant. I am very polished in this podcast for multiple reasons, though a lot of the stories are about me or my experiences. I don't want this to be a podcast about me. I want to share my experiences and how I have found inspiration in life to help you find yours and live a life according to your own lights. And I want to make it as available as possible to the masses instead of pushing away those that get a bad taste in their mouth from hearing a woman make too many that's-what-she-said jokes. Another friend of mine whom I've known for 26 years said she was intrigued by seeing a different version of me that she hasn't had much experience with before. You see, she knew me and loved me through the very hard years of my childhood and was a very safe space for me. As we grew older, naturally we grew apart, but never in a manner that we couldn't find each other again. Almost as a strand of DNA, we were always connected but would experience life on a different sides of the apex. So, as I began to shed the facades of my identity to reveal my true self, it would be a more stark acclamation. But we've always accepted each other and valued our individual growth and personal evolution. The identity that I project onto the world has always varied. It could be because I've always been open to new experiences or just my abstract nature, but I find myself being engrossed into things that bring me passion, and I discard those that don't. One day, I swore I was going to open my own Etsy shop, where I sold custom-designed throw pillows. I was so passionate about it that I bought fabric, the pillow stuffing, and started thinking about what my Etsy shop mission would be. The thing is, I didn't know how to sew at all. But my husband bought me a sewing machine, and I was determined to be an Etsy slash Pinterest slash Martha Stewart mom. But once I tried to start learning to sew, I realized it brought me no passion. As a matter of fact, the only passion I found was passionately frustrated. So I decided to end the endeavor. The great thing about that mini journey was I still extracted value from it. And it wasn't some discarded chapter in my life. It was simply a chapter where the ending was about learning about myself instead of opening up a thriving Etsy shop. A major component to my identity is the transparency in which I live my life and speak my thoughts. Often the words fly out of my mouth before I can even process them. It's dangerous, but I wouldn't change it for the world because it's made me learn to slow down or even be better at saying sorry. I'm not a fan of having to apologize, but the practice of it is extremely valuable to me. And through my transparency and the fact that I don't really hide much at all, others have seen me live a passionate life that was centered on myself And then once I started to shed that layer of self, I revealed a passion for faith in Christ. Or when I lived a passionate life where I swore I was never going to have kids, to being a passionate mom of two, or being passionate about my stance on social issues, to becoming passionate about hearing the social issues and not jumping to take a side. I wouldn't say that who I am today is my identity, because who I was 10 years ago was my identity too. I'm all of it. I'm all of the experiences, and the heartbreak, the adversity, the love, the loss, the forgiveness, and the bold. I have learned that my identity is more of how I live through life and not a moment in my life. With that knowledge, I learned that Who someone once was or who someone is now is not their identity, and for me to put them into a box or a mold would not serve me or them. To declare someone's identity is wrong because their identity lies beyond what others can see. It's their story to tell and not my conclusion to make. So recently, I had a conversation with someone I worked alongside more than 10 years ago when my projected self was a stark difference from my projected self now. I don't believe that the person was saying this, but I felt as though they were hesitant or careful to choose their words with me. You see, when we worked together, I had not found my faith and I definitely did not care if my words shocked or offended others. I was, and still am, a very acquired taste. This person has followed me on social media throughout the years, and as we all know, social media is a highlight reel for our lives, especially mine. I really try not to engage in conflict or anything that will incite anger that serves no one. However, On my social media, you can clearly see my transition to faith, where I became more and more comfortable talking about the God I believe in and the values I choose to follow based upon my religious credence. I am also very careful to not isolate and shame or judge anyone due to my beliefs because it would go against my beliefs. I'm also not much of an evangelist because I know if I tried to convert you... You would only end up living a life according to my own lights and not yours. Faith is a powerful thing, yes. But my faith is powerful to me because of my own journey. I can't prescribe to you what I've been given because I don't know what it is you need. And I'm not a damn doctor. So the question came up in my conversation with my reconnected friend about my faith and if I'm still me. Again, I laughed because I knew what they were getting at. How can someone go from being foul-mouthed and vulgar to seemingly pious and prude and still be the same person? Well, it's easy. I'm still foul-mouthed and vulgar, but I've learned to control it. When it's okay to be foul-mouthed and when it's not. And just as a side note, I know some of you may have your own lights that lead you to never swear, and that's how you honor your faith. And I respect you, and I respect that. And I'm proud of you for having such a bright light. Don't change it. We need all kinds of kinds in the world. And maybe someday my control will lead me to not being foul-mouthed as often. But in the meantime, I pocket it when I need to. For me... My identity is in the choice to be in control, not in the amount of swear words I use or the amount of words I extract from my vocabulary. I'm the same person because I was open to the experience of finding faith when I needed it most. Unlike my sewing venture, my faith brought me significant passion and my transparency shared it with the world. Before I answer the same question I pose to you, here's my invitation. Find your identity and own it. But more so, I invite you to dig deep and recognize what your identity is rooted in, and then ask yourself if it is unwavering and will continue to light your life. So now, to answer my own question, who am I? I am the sum of all my layers. All my experiences, all my adversities, all my passions, and all my lights. Is this who I will always be? Yes. If a light bulb were to burn out and be replaced with a new one, would the lamp still be a lamp? Yeah, I think so. If you liked this episode, be sure to leave a comment or share it with a friend. We're still a very young podcast, so your support and encouragement doesn't go unnoticed. Be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find additional content on our YouTube channel at youtubecom backslash by my own lights or our website at bymyownlights.com.